Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Well, uh, hello, beautiful human. Hi. We have Megan Trainer here. Dan's here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> We have a brand new album out. Uh, yeah. When does this air? Is it out? Yeah, it is out. <laughs> it's been out. It's out. It's finally here. It is in the world. The people can listen to it. Wow. And please go stream it. It deserves your ear. Treat Thanks. myself. I, I, okay. I, I don't even know where to begin because we have a lot to catch up on. Dude. Obviously, we have three years going into this album. Yeah. We have a lot of life that's happened. I definitely like came here to promote this album like you did. <laughs> two years ago. You I was like, did. it's coming. And it never came. But- I feel like in those moments, if it wasn't the right thing to do, you wouldn't be doing it because as an artist, that is a hard thing to do, to hit pause on releasing your music. No? Yeah, and two out of the three choices weren't mine. So Explain that <laughs> That to was me. hard. Uh, being told, hey, we're going to push your album because it's not ready and too much traffic is happening and we want you to just like enjoy life right now and keep writing. And I was like, okay. Yeah, how do you take that? Because in that moment, you're obviously bringing the label an album that you are, you have confidence in. Yeah, but they were right, man. They were, and but it was just tough to hear someone look at me in the face and go, "Megan Trainer could beat this song," and I'd be like, "But well, I'm Megan Trainer. Like <laughs> I wrote that song." Uh, so, but they were right, and they always are right, and it's always really difficult to not get in my head about it. Of like, maybe I suck as a songwriter. Maybe this isn't good. I think it's good, but I guess it's not. But I keep writing and I keep getting better. And then I'm like, oh, this is the level the songs need to be at. Like when Wave, when I brought that back and we finished it with Mike Sabbath, Ooh. we were like, uh-oh, this is the level of quality I need on the album with every single song. So that resets the bar for you. Mm-hmm. How many songs that were on the original two albums that you were ready to go with are still on the album today? Because there's a lot of songs on this album. Like three Four. Wow. I think three or four. Three or four songs. And then the rest are new. When the label tells you that you can outwrite this, what do you do? Do you immediately go back to the studio and write? <laughs> yeah. Or do you, like, because it, if if that was me, I would have been very reactive to it. And I would have definitely been hurt. I'd probably insulate myself. Oh, yeah. And, like... I mean, it's hard to just go back out and create immediately after that. Yeah. I mean, like, imagine you're a painter and you've made this giant wall of art and someone's like, nah, you could do better. And you're like, oh, but I spent hours on this and like <laughs> days, my months. soul is in yeah. this page. You don't love it like I love it. And it is definitely difficult to hear and like heartbreaking at first, but I need that. I can't just have yes people around me or then I'd put out like meep songs when I want like the greatest songs. I want to go back and listen to my album and be like every song, every bridge, every verse, top notch, couldn't have done better. And that's what I finally have after all this time. And like, then I got engaged and then I got married. So I was busy and I, I was releasing music. My mom reminded me, she was like, by the way, you didn't take like a big long break. You love were train. working. Like I was, I did a love train. I did, I wrote too many love songs. My dad made fun of me. All those songs were on the album. And I was like, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> so yeah, we've been, we've been moving. We've been doing stuff, but this is finally oh, like. By the way, you're casually forgetting the fact that you were judge on the voice uk i got a job I mean, that is i got a sick job i love it you're one of the few people to ever live 
that have judged not one, but two major singing competition shows. Dude, yeah. I think when I have a bunch of babies, I want to drive down the street, get on TV. Because it's like the one place that I feel like people accept me for being myself. I don't know. It's like really cool that I, when I've experienced being on TV, like when I did the show with Diddy and Khaled, like people enjoyed me for just being myself. And I was like, oof. This is great. I could do this for a living. I could, like, continue this. Do you feel so. like more people ex- accepted you via that medium than have accepted you maybe recently I just, when it comes to music? For music, uh, it's it's just frustrating that um, I guess people don't, they don't know me as much as they know my songs, you know? Totally. They're like, oh, you wrote that and you're singing that, which is cool, but it's also, like, I I get frustrated when people come up to me and they're like, you write your songs? I'm like, oh my god, I produce them, I write them. They're like, it's all my body. Yeah, like, yes, I do. I don't just go in and cut it and that's it. And then I'm a singer, you know? Like, I started as a songwriter. So, but I think in the TV world, they just see like fun, bubbly, a lot of energy, Megan Trainer, and and that's just like me on a daily basis, which is great. Which is also genuinely you, but you have the opportunity, and I think this album really showcases such a range in who you are. Like one, another opinion. Yeah, great record. That was one of the ones I saved. Really, that was the first like on the album, and my brother, I wrote it with my older brother and our friend, and he was like, they were like, you can't forget about the song. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah, sh- Shut your mouth. Uh, shut up. And it sounds completely different. It's like very anthemic. Yeah, but it's also like my little ukulele. Power. It's crazy. Is there like an electric uke on there? No, I just went up to the microphone and was like, just get this and then get one good take and looper. So what sparks that type of record? Is it a collection of just hearing what everybody thinks? Is there one uh, moment in particular that kind of like was the straw that broke the the camel's back for lack of a better phrase um no i think like my entire life but like especially since i was 19 with all about the bass this whole career i'm sure your career too it's all opinions it's all oh you should do this single you should look like this you should sound like this and your approach needs to be different next time and my dad i grew up with him saying um you know opinions are like eh. let me say everybody opinions has are like assholes. everyone has one and i was raised on that and so whenever someone gives me an opinion, I like, I really care about what everyone thinks down to like, I'll play music for an Uber driver, like a stranger and just test his body language and see what he likes about it. But um, also I have to take opinions and be like, like when someone at the at head of a label is like, you can do better. I'm like, but I really like this song. So it's like, a, it's me learning how to hear all thousands of opinions and be like, it's just another one. It's okay. By the way, like a blessing and a curse having this deep want to hear feedback or read people's body language yes. language attached to anything you create. Mm-hmm. Because you never know where it's going to go, but you yeah. still want to know. Exactly. Yeah. Like if people, if it's my favorite song and like someone important on my team hears it and doesn't move at all and is like, I'm like, it's a horrible song. It's, <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, it's not trash. It's not trash. You have to rationalize it. Yeah. I have to be like, what was her mindset that day? Like totally. what's going on? It's crazy. A, a lot of this album, from top to bottom, it, it feels like your acceptance of yourself. Yes. And, I mean, there's so many here, like, nice to meet you. Is that about meeting your real self for the first time? <sighs> I like how you listen to music. <laughs> I like 
Yeah, I love uh, you, just like listening and hearing your opinions on everything too. It's so good. Um, that's why I would send him songs all the time. <laughs> I'm like, what do you think of this? Um, but yeah, nice to meet you. Is like, I wrote it with Scott Harris, who did a lot of Shawn Mendes and a bunch of hits. But uh, it's so funny because I was like, I want an p- empowering anthem. I don't have enough on this album, and it was like the last thing we wrote. And I knew right away, like, oh, this is a banger. Like, this is the one that needs to be a single. And um, I wanted, it's so hard to not be cheesy when you write a song that's like, it is what it is. I am who I am. Take it or leave it. Goodbye. Because you're very straightforward in the way you write lyrics. Like, what you say is what you mean. Yeah. There's not a lot of, like, up for interpretation or anything like that. No, I'm like, I like writing lyrics how people would um, speak. How people speak. Like, the only... Poet, poetic song I ever wrote and released, I think, is Wave. Because it's like a cool, I'm comparing it yeah. to being sucked into the ocean. Because that's my biggest fear. It's <laughs> <laughs> drowning in the ocean. Um, but Understood. yeah, nice to meet you. It's like, here's what I've been doing. I try to change my hair color. I try to, like, cover my face in makeup. Maybe I'll feel prettier. Maybe I'll like myself more. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm done doing that. I'm done filtering myself. I'm... Like, I'm going to give myself more love and try to be kinder to myself. And this is who I am. I don't know who you are, but nice to meet you. And, like, it's so crazy how we go around, like, nice to meet you every day. And I'm like, oh, my God. You used it. I saw. You used it. Yeah. Like, it's, like, really in there. It's life. Yeah. It is life. But I've never seen it in a way that was, like, very super reflective like that. Um, Because you really could lose yourself in the makeup and the hair and the filters. This is so fake. (laughs) <laughs> hair is power but i'm like bald i'm not bald but i'm like very thin hair like genetic alopecia or something from my father like i went to a doctor and was like what's up oh my god why can't it grow anymore and they were like there's a whole science to it but i got this new shampoo it's changed my life is it like horse shampoo i heard that like no, really gross no hair. i i don't know his name is robert james shout out he saved my hair he uh i buy his shampoo like every month and it just like does wonders to my hair. Zach Sang Show. Yo, real quick, I gotta tell you about Native deodorant. Should I do the, the hand thing like the influencers do? Uh, at Native, they create safe, simple, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. If you're not convinced, they got 9,000 five-star reviews. This thing is formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. It's uh, filled with ingredients that you know, such as coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch, that absorbs the wetness. It's never tested on animals. And you get free shippings, free shippings and returns. Uh, if you want 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code Zach Sang during checkout. Nativedeodorant.com. This is my favorite. I love it. It smells so good. I know it lo- it's unopened, but I, you know, I have numerous sticks of it. I promise. Okay, I'm going to stop sniffing this deodorant. Megan Trainer. I'm sorry. Zach Sang Show. By the way, like, you, you could have gotten K- KT's hair, Kelly Trainer's beautiful mane. Dude, first of all, she can't stop growing hair on that head. <laughs> she literally has to cut it all the time. Just so much hair. And meanwhile, I'm like, please, could I have any of that hair? I'm bald everywhere. It's great, but it's like, ha! Could have used some on my eyebrows and my head, you know? Yeah. But um, no, my dad is the thin hair one, and he was like, you got this from either your mom or dad. I was like, well, it's not her. GT. GT. Nicki Minaj. Yes. What, what, what do you feel when you hear her say your name for the first time? <laughs> you hear in the intro? She's oh. like, Megan Trainer. What? 
It's crazy. Bro, I die every time. I, I freak out. That is like I'm a status so symbol. Dude, I, I didn't know she would say my name. <laughs> I didn't know. Like the first time we heard it, we, we got her verse, which was unbelievable. And she's like, let me sit with this because she's a real songwriter and was like, I might change it. And I was like, I love it. It's perfect. Like you, you murdered it. It's, it's, she even says monster in it. Like what? Um, and she says, me and Megan run up in this spot. Like, you said my name again. <laughs> so, I, like, I'm just her biggest fan forever, for all, since she first came out in, like, tw- 2009. And, um, yeah, so to have, that's, like, a big bucket list moment that I never thought would ever so happen. How does that, like, do you have a list of ideas of who you want to see on this record and you just send it um, out to a few people? Or do you go to Nicki Minaj hoping that, like, because she was kind of, quote, unquote, in retirement. Not looking for much. To do. Yeah, well, yeah, she she was putting out music, and I think that tweet was just another day. You know, she's funny, um, <laughs> but I uh, people are like, "You've pulled her out of retirement." I'm like, "No, I did not." <laughs> she's always been here, and she'll never retire because she's a queen, and she doesn't have to. She is the um, queen. Yeah, uh, but uh, truthishly, um, <laughs> my manager started managing her, uh-huh. and I was like, "Hey." I'm going to ask you for something. Will you play this for her or can we get it to her? And it's, you like never know if she's going to like it. She's not going to feature on it if she doesn't uh, like it. She doesn't need so, to. Yeah, she doesn't need to. So then I heard she actually liked it and that she might record a verse on it. So I didn't hold my breath. I was like, it's okay. And then I got an email of the verse and I like screamed. And then it didn't really hit me until after the music video. And we have footage of it that I got to show you today of me weeping, like sobbing, just like, I have a song with Nicki Minaj, <laughs> like losing my mind. And my mom's bawling too. Like that's when it actually hit me. That's amazing. It's crazy. So Nicki Minaj was the person right at the get. No, nobody else even crept into your mind. Yeah, no, it was either going to be just me or like a dream of Nicki Minaj. Wow. Dreams do come true. Dreams come true, man. It's like awesome. all the time. Um, what are you thinking? Well, you guys just talking about an album. What are your I, no, I didn't get to hear the album yet. Clearly, Zach uh, didn't send it to me, so that's kind of no. rude. Liar, liar. What do you mean, I, liar? So <laughs> rude. I had a feeling. I was like, you didn't listen to it. It's. I would have listened to it, but I didn't what get did? to. Hold on. I'm. I'll text it to you right now. Almost positive. I forwarded you the email. No, you did. The very private, secure link. I was wondering last night if I was going to get a link, and oh, it never came. Get Why did you ask for it? Speak up. Because. <laughs> Thank you. Because, because, homework. Be- because, uh, because, <laughs> because, 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 I want to talk more about Nicki Minaj, but I want to keep moving here because there's so okay. many records to get to and there's a few other uh, collaborations, but baby girl. Y'all. You would have loved this record, Daniel. I, you would have loved it, man. I'm sure I would. I it's love what you do. for you. Was it? <laughs> you are baby girl. Yes. You're baby girl. Thanks. There's a choir on it, and Dan loves choirs. Oh. I do love choirs. Wow. I do like it's Wave. Crazy. I heard that. There's kind of a choirish thing Thank on you. that. That's my family and I drinking some wine, being really loud, and trying to get it right. Um, <laughs> but baby girl, the choir used to be me and my fam, and now it's me and my family plus... Mike, the producer, Mike Sabbath, who's on Wave, he went to Israel to, I don't know exactly what he did, but he worked with, like, underprivileged schools and showed them how you can uh, produce music on your laptop. And he, like, went and did something really beautiful. That's amazing. I know. And then texted me, like, yo, do you mind if this class, like, this high school class sings on Baby Girl? And I was like, "Um, do whatever you want, please, yes. And that'd be awesome. And he did a video of them that I'll post eventually. And they like wrote dance moves and stuff. And they sang on my choir. And it's like these kids and 
when I heard that they liked it, I felt so cool. I was like, oh my God. And I was like crying. And so it's extra special to me. And I'm about to perform it like on Good Morning America wow. and wake everybody up. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? One, that like it's a choir of kids and where it's come from. But two, I mean, the, the message behind this record is very personal. It's Again, to me, it sounds like you're singing to your younger self. Nailed it. That... Like, that's a process to even, yeah. like, get to a point within yourself where you can Dude. even... Because it has to start with a conversation internally oh, yeah. before it gets into a With record. the grown men and Mike Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who wrote, um, I guess I'm kind of used to being someone you uh, loved. Yes. Uh, one of the guys that wrote that is named Roman. And I wrote, I was like, I'll, I'll write with him. He's great. And <laughs> we wrote this song. And it was actually one of the hardest songs to write. Because it was, again, don't be cheesy and... Speak from your heart, but sound different and unique in a, in a, in a unique way. That's a hard word to say. Um, and Mike, the producer, I was going to Sunday service a lot. And I was like, I want it to be kind of Kanye. I want it to be weird and loud and sick and badass, but like a heartfelt ballad. Um, but you can like vibe out to it. And we had my older brother, Ryan, scream. I want. I was like, I want it to scream before it drops. So he was just like, ah, ah, like, you know, like a Kanye scream. <laughs> I was like, give me one of those. And um, lyrically, I was talking to my 15-year-old self, like my really insecure self that was wearing sweatshirts and sweatpants every day that lived on an island and all her friends were like, get your bikini, let's go to the beach. And I was like, I can't, I have to work with my parents at the jewelry store, like, sucks. But like, I was too insecure and all I wanted to be was like a superstar and sing in front of people, but I was too shy. And so I was like, don't worry, and my dad would call me baby girl. So I was like, don't worry, baby girl, all your dreams will come true. You will love yourself one day, and once you do, everything. Because all about that bass, like, taught me how to love myself. It was like a forced, look how cool you are moment. <laughs> yeah, but it puts you in a position where, like, you feel the love of other people. Yeah, I felt the whole world accept me. But do you truly love yourself in that moment? In all about the bass moment? Yeah. I, I learned how to do that, yeah. From performing it every night over and over again. Because, like, when you speak... I get it. Positive words out loud. Your brain's hearing that. Dr. Phil just yeah. blew my mind the other day, guys. Dude, that's, okay. That's the secret. I'm gonna be Manifestation. Wrong. I'm going to be wrong with these numbers. But Dr. Mm -hmm. Phil was like, we speak at 150 words per minute or something, right? But we think at 1,400 words per minute or something ridiculous. So when someone's like, you're ugly, you hear that 1,400 times over and over and over again. Forever. Oh, wow. And when you say nasty things about yourself out loud, your brain hears it that many more times and it becomes and it becomes perception is reality that's what he said i, I love dr phil <laughs> like whatever your whatever yeah, perception i don't know words um no. whatever you think is reality so if you're like i'm ugly that's it it becomes and that. if you you're going out there and i'm like i'm all about my curves about my curves that's whatever like then i believe it and seeing the crowd go nuts i was like well they believe it too and that really was like the best therapy anyone could ever have Wow. I never even thought of any of that in that sort of way. But it is true. Yeah. And so that's why I write these songs for myself, like Baby Girl. And even in rehearsal, like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to straight up cry on TV. Like, it was hard to get through the song, which I've never had yet. I've never, like, cried during one of my songs that, that I've written, you know. But, um... And you've had some deep songs. I know. Yeah. Like, I Lose know. You to Love Me is a beautiful record. And you performed that a thousand times. 
You're so cute. We'll just cut that out. Well, Did you hear it? Do you think Selena Gomez is sitting you. here? <laughs> you should love me. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. my God. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Wait. I love that song. What Zach, is, it's been a long day. Song. What is the- Love you like I'm going to lose you. It's like oh a whole my God. thing. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We'll cut it out. Selena cut. Gomez, everyone. Yeah. Selena Gomez, everyone. <laughs> so embarrassing. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs, though. I'm going to turn You're beat so red. red. <laughs> oh, we are leaving that turn in. Beat Yo, Lucy, you love me. Really just fucks me up. No, 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 no. Like, no, but, but I feel but you. you do like have I'm really, lose you. Yeah. You have some really deep, beautiful records. I Back do. to this. Back to this. Yeah, Singing Baby Girl is real emotional because it's like one of the darker places for me. It's, and it's just my insecurities. And it's something I'm working on every day. Cut to my song called Working On It. On <laughs> Dream Myself, the album. It's, uh, yeah, it's like something that you got to work on every day. And it's like everyone is going through this. So I thought, like, if these songs can help me, they can help strangers out there. But but do you go into the studio prepared to write a song where you're talking to your younger self? Sometimes. But, like, in this moment in particular, like, did that just happen? Like, did you, like, come in prepared for this session and you say, I need to write a song where I'm talking to me? Yeah, it's kind of like I'm looking at the album of... uh at that point, we were like, okay, I need every song to be as good or better than this last song. You know, it was like at the end of it. And I, I just kept writing and writing and writing. And I, I said, you know what I don't have? I don't have a ballad that's not too slow that you can actually vibe to, like a mid-tempo kind of feel. And I need it to be um, a heartbreaking song, but empowering. Like I'll go in with concepts like that. Got it. And then I'll, and then I'll say, you know what? And I'll talk about like, it's like a therapy session. I'm like... You know, my dad used to call me baby girl, and here's things that I hated about myself that I have now that I never thought I would ever have. Like, um, one day you'll be so in love, and this is not your curtain call. You're going to have it all, you know? Like, stuff like that. It's fascinating because you're kind of judging, like, you're looking at the album almost like it's yourself, right? And, like, what what qualities within yourself are you missing? Yeah. that's It's really interesting. Because, by the way, is Ashes, what... What type of record is that to you? Ashes was written as a ballad with my good friend Frances because she's the queen of ballads, I believe. She's so good. If you don't know her music, go check it out. She's singing on my backgrounds. She's the angel back there. And um, Ashes was written because I got in a fight with Justin, my little brother, because he's the most stubborn little ever, but I'm just as stubborn. So it's just like, uh, and he gets, he doesn't see what he looks like when he gets upset. And I thought that was such a cool concept of, like, I wish you could see yourself right now. Because you look crazy, you know? Don't you ever wish you could tell someone that? Like, look at yourself, you're crazy. But by the way, and, people do. Yeah. All uh, the time. And and he, because he gets, he's it's not it's like a stupid fight over nothing. And he'll be, like, really loud and aggressive. And I'll, like, I'll get upset right away. And I'm like, yo, dude, you're so aggressive and loud. And he's like, I'm not being loud. I'm just using my hands and you're scared of my hands. And I'm like, dude, you got to take a look at yourself. And then I turned that into a love song and then I related it to like um ever being heartbroken by anyone even if it was like at my label they kept pushing my album I was like all that you promised me is burned into ashes or something like that you know all that we had is lost in the fire burning ashes yeah and I had the title ashes forever I thought it was so pretty and my melodies I wanted them to bounce all over the place and then resolve and we got it and then I at the last minute, I was like, I got to bring this song back. It was one of those. I wrote a long time ago. I was like, let's save this song. And I threw it at my friend who produced it. I was like, I want simple, pop, easy to digest. And it's so crazy because that song, out of all of them, 
Like when I go to Apple Music or Spotify, like I noticed the grown men there are like, Ashes is my favorite. I'm like, wow, there's something. That's the science of it. I don't know what it is, but it's something that's easy to listen to. Do you, is there a science to it? Because you were describing like how the melodies end up setting and like how it all works together. And it's not like that because it comes from, you're inspired from so many different places. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to say like, you were forcing yourself to build a song like this, but it came from so scattered different places. And then you kind of built it into something yeah. that was strategic a little it's bit. It's math. It's math and science. <laughs> Is it really, though? It's, yeah. It's a puzzle piece. It's solving a crime. <laughs> it's solving a puzzle. And um, it's that's why it's so fun, because it's like a game. It's like when you win, you're like, oh, my God, I won. I won big. How do you know that you won? Is it when the grown men say, ashes? That's my favorite. Yeah. Also, like, I was talking to someone about this the other day because they were, like, they're a mom, and they're, like, when my son was two years old and all about that bass came on, there's something. And I, I stopped her and was, like, was he booty bumping? Like, was he dropping <laughs> dropping low? She was, like, yes. What is that? And I was, like, there's some weird science about all about that bass. I don't know if it's the cores or yeah. something where all these children, all these babies around the world, even my little cousin, got on the table in her diaper and started, like, twerking. And I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but it was like, it made kids do that. And each song has its own effect on people in different ways. But that's one of those, like, it's as big as, like, Macarena, you know? Like, those songs that last forever. It's one of those that I'll never understand how I did it, and I don't think I can do it again, but (laughs) that'd be sick. Do you go through a period of your time, like, a period of your life where you think you can do it again? Um... I hope I can do it again as a songwriter. It's like, I've ran that marathon. How come I can't run it again, you know? But every song I try to think of, like, the math of that song. Of like, okay, it relates to everyone. Yeah, It's a concept that hits home, and it's easy to digest. It's like three chords. It's the melody is swimming around the one. Like, because you know all about that bass, about that bass, the treble. Like, I'm sitting on the one. So I think of all that when I go into it. A song like Lie to Me. Yes, I wrote that with Ryan and Justin. So good. And I understand that feeling. Yes. Like nobody's business. Daniel, it's essentially... Yes, honey. From, yeah, tell me about it. I haven't got to hear it. <laughs> from where I'm sitting, it's... You You don't want to handle the truth. You just want somebody to, like, care about you, even if they don't mean it, because you're desperate for something. Desperate for love and for attention. And yes. For- just human contact, even, yeah. Even if you don't like touching me, do it. Yeah. Lie yeah. to me. So, like, lie to me. And a few songs on there that are, like, heartbreaking love songs oh. are actually Ryan, my older brother, his love life. Because mine's so boring. I'm in love. Like, <laughs> just another day of you're perfect for me, you know? Like, <laughs> couldn't write any more of those because my dad was upset. Well, he was like, mix it up. So, I asked, By the way, like, after you is, like, kind of like... Yeah. A, that has to be about you that's and dad. That's sterile, yeah, yeah. Because that's about having love so great that, like, you'll never find anything right. like it again. I'm like, it's so great, you could kill me. Like, this could be this could be it for me. This like, is where we could end. Oh, yeah. You could you have all of me, and in one second you could destroy me. And that's, like, a scary concept, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, so I married him and was like, this is going to be difficult for you if you ever want to leave me. What do you mean? But lie to me, yeah. So you're taking on Ryan's stories and yeah, I was writing like, about it. I was started writing with him, and now he's like officially a songwriter because he's been my ghostwriter for all these years. He's been texting me while he's videotaping me, like, "Yo, that's actually cool." I'm like, "Okay, great." He likes it; it's good. Uh, for some reason, I trust only him. He is a good um, ear. He's a great ear. 
but I asked him, like, what's your love life like? We know. And he, he like, loved this girl. And she just forever, no matter what he did, she would, like, either lead him on or want to hang out with him and give him hope. And then she would go, but I can't ever be in a relationship with you. I just want to be, like, friends in what we're doing. Like, friends with benefits. And it's, he's never, like, for years, he only loved one other girl. So he's not, like, you know him. He's the cool guy. He, go, he, he doesn't give his heart out ever. And it was very hard to, for him to even tell her that, like, how he felt about her. And, and so the fact that it just, like, still wasn't happening, he, like, it was, it's crushing. But he, he wrote great songs because of it. He wrote funk. Well, I miss the white we used the funk. Like, yeah, I want to know who you were singing to. Yeah, that's like, that's the girl I almost had her name. That's her. <laughs> and we love her. We still talk to her. It's fine. And we we sat her down and played her the songs in her face. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, the speaker in front of my whole family. Like, check this new song out. Oh, my God. I'm going to vomit. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we're so fine. Yeah. We, but we always, like, tease her like that. Maybe that's why she doesn't want to be with him. Um, what was her reaction? Girl. She's just, she's so cute. She just laughs and she's like, mm, eh, you know, like... <laughs> Awesome. It sounds great. <laughs> but um, it, it gets great songs. Like, we've been writing so so many great heartbreaking songs. What? Because do you enjoy the process of taking somebody else's story in somebody else's life yes. and writing about it? Yeah. What comes the easiest to you? What? Taking someone else's life? Or, re- or writing or from your own? Um, it's really like I could do it either way just as fast. Like, when someone asked me to write for a movie scene. I'm like, all right, what, what exactly is going on? And they're like, the mom is yelling at her and blah, 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 blah. And I love that. And I, I think that's like my, like, that's where I shine. Like, you give me a concept and I will write a three-minute perfect pop song about it or whatever genre you because want. Because it's math and science. It's math and science. <laughs> I did it the other night with my friend. He, he had this crazy concept. Nobody steal this because I'll kill you. Um, <laughs> and I, we were talking about how crazy it is that one time this person is like this. They love you so much. They're your everything. And then you break up with them or they break up with you. And like years later, that person's dead out of your life. Like they're gone. You can't talk to them and you can't. I have no idea where they are. And it's like, that's so bizarre to me. And I was like, what is that? He goes, I know what that is. It's called phantom feelings. And I was like, oh my God. And because it's like, you know, when you You, lose a limb, but you still feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. I lost that love, but I still feel you, and I don't want to. I don't. I don't get to, and I don't know why. And you're still around. For and years we wrote later. this crazy song called "Phantom Feelings," and I just, was, I was like a therapy session. I was like, "Tell me more. What do you miss about her? What do you not get to have with her?" And he was like, "It's like I don't even know if I miss her, but I, or if I can't just be alone." And I was like, "There's the pre-chorus. Like they say it. You say it out loud. This is my whole song. Check out my fourth album, Phantom Feelings." <laughs> Literally haven't recorded it yet. Yeah. I just have it on my voice notes, but you, it's a smash. You had those influencer peace signs? Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out my vlog. Because <laughs> my brother's like, let's do YouTube. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's yeah. where you got to I stop. can't. I can't be like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Holding the camera out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to my vlog. Check out my vlog. Funk is so good. You're going to Yo. love funk too, Daniel. I can't Daniel. wait to hear it. Can't wait to hear it. Funk is crazy because I wrote it with a 17-year-old boy named Eddie Benjamin. Oh, do you know about him? He, he plays the bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid's a wizard. Kid makes you want to quit music because he's so good. Wrote it with him and Mike Sabbath, who was uh, 21. So, children. Wow. And uh, <laughs> I'm like 25 in the room like, cool, guys. Let's uh, let's like remind the kids what funk music is. <laughs> and, and they're vibing out. And I just saw the video of us writing it. And I was like, 
I just threw up the words. I was like, I miss your body on my body. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is great. And Ryan texted me, I miss the way we used to funk. And I was like, done. That's it. We're going to write about that. Do you like working with younger people? Does it make you feel hip? Love. So hip. I'm like the granny in the room. I'm like, guys, I'm married. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get along with like all ages. Like, I'm married. Well. I'm a judge on one yeah, of the biggest singing competitions But I, it's crazy because like some days I feel like I'm 16, so I get along with them very well. And then sometimes I'm like, God, I want to be pregnant, you know? I, I'm like, I just want to have grandchildren, you know? So. Do you think about babies all the time? All the time. Really? My ovaries scream when I see babies online. Wow. <laughs> Over the internet? Oh, my God. Yeah, like on TikTok, which I love. So addicted. I was such a hater, and then I got on there because they're like, you need a TikTok, and I was like, fine. And now I'm obsessed with it. I'm truly addicted. Um, but, yeah, when there's cute babies on there, and they're like, sorry about your ovaries, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know? I'm like, I want babies. <laughs> Wow, that's I so want little redheads, man. Oh my god, I want to keep them going. Yeah, you're gonna have amazing children. Thank you. I hope so. Very talented kids. We hope they're gonna have some big eyes. You got beautiful big eyes, baby. That's yeah. very exciting. <laughs> His pictures of him as a baby, he looks like a frog, straight up. He's like all eyes. It's great. Wow. Yeah, well, we're busy. You, you have an album. We're busy. We got the album. We're gonna do a tour with Moon Five. That's Show a big full one. of hits. Huge. Be sick. I hope to write a song with them. She'll be like, hey, I know you're busier than God, but sit down. Yeah. Write way, a tune. Is that really how it goes, usually? Um, on tour, like when I toured with Haley Steinfeld, I was like, dope. We're going to write so many songs. We're going to hit so many. I barely saw the girl. Like I'd see her backstage and be like, I love you. And that was it. And I was so sad about it. I was like, God, because our buses would travel at different times yeah. and we're at different hotels or whatever. Like tour is not like the place to sit and chill. No, it isn't. Like you barely have time for yourself. You're like. Your day starts at noon. If anything, you can get a workout in in the morning and then meet and greet, radio, show, and then bed, next. good night. Like, I'm tired. Does that excite you or does that make you nervous? Nervous. Because I haven't succeeded. Um, my mom hates when I say this. But I haven't gotten through a full tour. Like, I've achieved and finished a tour, but I have always needed vocal surgery so far after it which sucks and is scary yeah because it's so physically demanding like yeah. vocally demanding well it's like you gotta be silent for like months and that's when my panic attacks started because I was so quiet alone with my thoughts and just like destroyed myself with those 1400 words per minute so <laughs> just like this will be the end of my career no one will care about me anymore I can't sing it's like a dancer breaking both legs but treat myself comes out of that pretty much yeah that's when I wrote I wrote to myself because of that, the like panic disorder. When I got out of it, saw the light, uh, I went to my therapist and was like, you know what? I feel great. Like, I don't need to do this anymore. I'm so happy. I have nothing to talk to you about. And she was like, well, let's talk about that because you're looking amazing. Like, I remember when you first came in here and you were like, help. And now you're like, hey, girl. Like, you're back to yourself. And that's a huge accomplishment that not everyone talks about. And you should treat yourself. You should go out and do something really nice for yourself. So I bought myself a car. And I took more time off a test. I needed it. No, I'm not a big car person, but my family, my bros were like, yo, you should get the Tesla. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, can I afford this? What is this? And then they said, yes. So I did it. Um, And we needed a car. So that was good. But uh, other than that, I treat myself by like saying no, like speaking up, being like, this schedule is too much for me. I need two days off here. If you're going to make me go back to back to back. Um, And then I, I... I take dates with my with my bae. Like, the other day was crazy, and I 
finished my glam early and I was like, yo, let's escape. Let's go get some lunch. And we did. And like that alone time of like letting every all the work stuff be on pause was so <gasps> such a breath. It's refreshing. Yeah. So this album, almost like therapy, yeah? Yes, it's my therapy. But like, you know, even with all about that bass, writing is a big deal, but it's going to come down to the performing of it that like a lot of these songs are really going to officially sink in. Yeah. What song are you excited to sing over and over and over again so you can manifest slash become those lyrics? Baby girl. Even though it's the hardest one. Yeah, I'm going to cry every time probably. But I need to hear those words. Um, And... Working on it is going to be excellent. Featuring Lennon, Stella, and Sasha Sloan. The greatest. Yeah. And this is about the process of loving yourself. Yeah. Yeah, this song. This is a concept I had for a minute, and I wanted to write with either of them, and I I happened to get them both, and I was like, put them both. It'll be perfect. So I I love them as songwriters. I've known Sasha since I was like 15. A lot of people don't know. We won a songwriting contest, um, and our award was we got to perform at Best Buy. Ooh. In Boston. <laughs> we did that. Uh, there's a really embarrassing picture that she posted of us. Check it out. It's so sad. My part was like so emo and so aggressive. And she had like seven necklaces on. And she's like, I'm the only person that can make seven chains look terrible. <laughs> I was like, we're not, do- we're not, we don't look our best there, but we shined. And so when I saw her like shining in the music industry, I was like, Sasha, is this you? Like, we used to be pen pals and we used to write songs together. Yeah, so via was, the mail, via the mail. Whoa! Yeah, she would write songs, and I'd be like, "I'll produce it for you." And we were really cute. So having them in the room, I had this concept. I was like, "It's so weird that when my husband looks at me and is like, God, you're beautiful.' I'm like, right now, right? Like, am I gross? Like, I know what I look like." And he's like, "You're the most beautiful girl in the world." And I'm like, "What do you see in there? Like, how can I see that? You know?" And I also thought it was weird when someone compliments you. You're like, "Yeah." You know, like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. Like, <laughs> stop, gross. You know, and I was like, no, nah, we got to change that. Like, I want to be like, yes, thank you. It's hard to accept that and hard. change. It is so hard. It's like someone being like, hey, lose 100 pounds. What? <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to love yourself. It's hard to take care of yourself. And it's like something we all have to do at some point. And until I hit rock bottom, that's when I'm like, okay, wake up. This is it. And rock bottom for me was the panic disorder. So a song like this, is it, do you write it in the room with these guys or do you? Yeah. I went in there and was like, life's pretty great for me, except this concept of like, I'm working on it. And I feel like that's a really cool concept. And we could sing working on it over and over again, like working on, working on it. And then uh, King Henry, who's a great producer, uh, is dating Sasha. And he had his guitar and he's like, well, I have this beat. And he played it. And I was like, perfect. This will make you cry. And then all all those three girls sat together with our phones and wrote down all these lyrics that were, like, heartbreaking. And it was perfect. What is it like working in a room like that? Is it... It's like a fun sleepover. Is it accepting and loving? Is it competitive? What is it? No, no, no. Oh, my God, no. I didn't even, like, think of that as a concept. No, I mean, I'm their biggest number one fans. So I was geeking out that I could be in the room with them. And Sasha's so funny. She's so like me. She's like, yo, if you want to get someone more famous, like, I totally get it. Like, please do. And I was like, Sasha, shut up. Like, you're my superstar. I only want you singing on this with me and Lennon. And we would laugh because we're so insecure and we're such songwriters. Like, that when Lennon would sing, and she was a baby. She was, like, 19. 
when she would sing, it'd be so perfect and She's, so butter every time. It's wild. And we sang. We all got in the booth together, and we all went one at a time. And I was like, well, this is terrifying. And Sasha and I were like, yeah, we're going to recut ours another day because <laughs> what? <laughs> but we, we didn't. We did it all together, and we just made Lennon laugh so hard because we're like, why are you so perfect? And, like, she's so underrated. I think she's superstar. Oh, l- couldn't agree with you more. By the way, you have a very good ear. You obviously have good taste in music. I see you at John Bellion concerts. Not exclusively. You know. But uh, I love him. He's amazing. Actually, one of, the, like, his friends, like, uh, who produced some songs with him on the other records, um, uh, OJ Volta. I can't say their name. OJ Volta. I don't know. Mark. <laughs> is his real name and Volta? Um, they, uh, I, I met them because I heard they worked with John Bellion, and they produced "Nice to Meet You." Oh wow! Yeah, I was like, I want to find my heroes, my favorite people. So that's pretty cool to do. Yeah, right. And so- they did lie to me. Wow! Check it out. I can't wait to hear that one too. <laughs> Add that one to the list. There's a lot of there's a lot of records on this album that you're gonna love, Daniel. Tons. Yeah. Well, I like the five that I've heard, so yes. I assume I like the rest. By the way, <laughs> you should listen to Treat Myself. There's gonna be a link in the description. Listen, listen, listen. It is totally worth your time. Genetics, the Pussycat Dolls are the on the album. The Pussycat Dolls. Oh my god. This is a hit. This is a hit record. Thank you. I think so too. Oh. That was me being like, "F you, everyone who was like, you need to write a hit." Because all, I knew, I knew, I was like, my label just wants all about that bass point too. And you, you mentioned the bass. The bass, I brought it in there. I said, here you go. Um, because I was like, okay, they want body confident. What else is my body? My my genetics are banging. I was like, my my parents are gorgeous. Like I'm so lucky. My skin's besides this pimple today is flawless, thanks to my mama. Uh, my hourglass shape is all because my mama. My alopecia hair is not it's not the best, but I'll take everything else. You're blessed um, from the heavens, I believe. Yes, I'm blessed from the heavens. Um, yeah, so genetics had to be it. And I wrote it, like, in the shower, you know, just naked, feeling myself. Really? Like, how you get that bod, bod? Uh, is it from God, God? You know? It's and so then good. I sent it to Nicole, and she was like, this is a smash. Like, I have a recording of it. It's so good. And then she came over, and she's so perfect. Like, it's, it's fr- I'm like, whoa, your genetics are 10 out of 10, honey. Like, <laughs> the girl looks so good, and she can sing, like, Broadway ready. By the way, there's a lot of rumors that she was going to play Elphaba in the Wicked movie, and that, that was a rumor. Nicole Scherzinger. We didn't get to that. Well, we didn't talk about that. Next next time you're together, bring it up casually. I will. I could absolutely be will. one day. Um, but yeah, the coolest part about Genetics, that song, is um, in the first original version, I went like, because I was like trying to like, I was like making fun of my like, like I was trying to record it like that. Love a good spelling. And Mike took my, and he made it like a part of the beat. And I and Daryl, my husband, was like, "Yo, when Nicole records it, you should make her go pussy cat." And I was like, "Okay." So <laughs> that was the first thing she walked in. I was like, "This is gonna be crazy. I need you to go pussy cat on the record." And she does, and it's so funny. And you have to listen for it. But when you get it, it's everything. Daniel, check it out. Listen to that part. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm trying to find something to say that. here. You know. I'm, I know, right? Speak up. 
What you got? So how do you feel about the Nile horn comparison? Were you expecting that? Uh, Were you worried bummed. about that? I wrote it like I had the song before, and then he put that out, and I was like, no! But then I was like, okay, well, we're putting mine out so later than his. We can let him have his moment because I love him. He's so sweet mm-hmm. and nice. Anytime I've seen him, he's been so nice to me. And I love his music. He's so talented. And, and when that came out, I was like, Rah! you know, I was, I was like, he even spelled it like I did. No. Like, why? Um, so I just mainly been fu- and I'm sorry his fans are coming at me. I'm so sorry oh, no. to the squad. I love y'all. I didn't mean to. I wrote it verse, whatever. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're so different that it's okay. Totally. Nobody should be attacking anybody. Two different yeah, records, two nice. different styles, two different stories being told. It's two different stories. Come on. Uh, Come on. His is like he's finding a lover. Yeah. I've heard it a lot. It's great. It's Mine like, is like it is I am who I am. Nice to meet ya. So different. That's it. You're meeting yourself. He's meeting another person. His is literally about going out one night and then it's meeting some girl with some a a tattoo. Movie. Yeah, it is a whole different movie. <laughs> Be cool. Be cool. Be nice. So Thank You came out in 2016, right? Look at all these questions. Yes. Well, now, the, now they're coming to me after all this. Yes. Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea to wait like four years between albums? Wasn't my choice. Well, I understand that. <laughs> but. But, um, but I mean, like songs like Baby Girl and uh, Nice to Meet You, Funk, those would lie to me. They those wouldn't, be, wouldn't here. be here. Ashes wouldn't be here. So it's like it was meant to be and it was kind of like. It was the best decision that could have ever happened. Of course. So I'm like you, so grateful for it, but yeah. Yeah, but you did mention like, are people going to remember you? Are they going to forget about you? Does that kind of creep in your mind? Or like, if I put this out, are people yeah. going to care about me? Some people in interviews are like, how do you deal with being so famous? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I feel like I'm forgotten. I feel like I'm like not famous at all. And I've never felt really famous, but I feel like I've been gone for so long. People are like, like I've seen, because also I've seen comments that are like, isn't she dead? And I'm like, oh ouch or they're like didn't she quit like is she still trying oh honey and i'm like oh my god like people are brutal so yeah those thoughts definitely will creep in your mind another opinion another opinion that's why you write about it Truth, but also at the same time you've been on television i've been working man i didn't disappear for four years i've been here hustling and i put out music i wrote songs for movies I've been around. I believe you have a Lego song, don't you? Lego. Close. Um, it? Oh my God! It's, it's the, the other- anti that bro. Now, Two so, today. Selena, Selena Gomez wrote a Lego go, song. Mark. Aren't you Selena Gomez? <laughs> By the way, I adore her and love her and love her album. She's great. Um, oh, that was really the most. I mean, that's really one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Really? You got so red. It was cute. I liked it though. I saw like, whoa, you can make mistakes too. You're not so perfect, Zach. Saying. I'm human. <laughs> Nobody was the it was the uh, it was the anti Legos. Yeah, it but is. trolls. No, you okay. F- no, wait. What was the other movie? Smurfs. Smurfs. <laughs> Let's get away from movies. Screw movies. No, I do have a very. <laughs> so You're my friend, man. I know. Oh my god, this Wait. could be a perfect transition. Uh, no. So, yeah, no. Okay, I'm gonna okay, call I'm it out sorry right now. I haven't called you in a long time. No, no, no. No, no, no something. Oh, I god. thought I was a bad friend. And here's what Dan's gonna bring up. Oh no, yeah. I'm scared. You should I, be. You should be. Uh, no. no you <laughs> this guy said What? What? No. So I so you had a beautiful <laughs> wedding and I did that. And I it was amazing. Through Instagram, I saw it all. And I was, I felt bad. I thought I was a bad friend 
Once because I didn't get didn't an invitation, invited. I knew you and were I, and, up. and I was questioning like how to be a better friend. And I've Honestly? been rethinking like, but I, but it was good for me because no. I went very I off the radar. You. Okay, listen, listen. Okay, no one was invited. I cut my band out. I cut everyone out. I know a mutual friend did tell me that. Regretted it for sure. Best wedding ever. Gonna get married eight more times with this man <laughs> because he, I was like, okay, I realized what I did wrong. I. I mess up at a few different places, but I was like, it's at my house. It's got to be small. Parking is going to be a nightmare. Um, a lot of people, it was, it was such a nightmare. To explain no, yourself. let me explain. So I was like, <laughs> we're going to cap it at a hundred. And that was like blood. That was like blood related people. Yeah, that's hard. You have a it lot was, of people. You have a hundred people just in your immediate crew. I had crew. to fly people out, yeah. which is expensive. That's hard. And, 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 but the sad part was like 9 PM rolled around. And we were all starting the dance party. Old people went home. So I looked around and was like, where is everyone? It was like 15 people on the dance floor. And it was like my brothers and me. And I was like, son of a... Mm, I should have invited everyone. Like, I wish I invited so many more people. And next time I will. And that wedding will be way better. Because I'll have more monies. And we'll be in Bora Bora. First of all, like, you can have... I, Zach, I didn't know. Why no, did you talk to me? No, because... Well, Bad friend. But that's exactly what I was... That's why I had to come within no, myself dude. to question my own ability no. to maintain friendships and I need to be more present for people. I didn't let, like... People should have been there that I did not let there. I, and I was like, I don't care. I just need my vows done and I need to get through this and have the best time ever. And I did. I had a headache. The booze wasn't hitting me like I wanted it to. <laughs> I was just like, ugh. I didn't get to eat a single piece of food that and I ordered what? at my own wedding. Yeah, it's chaos. Oh my gosh. It's a big, you know what That's I realized terrible. in the middle of it? I was like, oh no, this is a big meet and greet. That's what this is. That's... This is a big day of work. Like they were like filming me and I was like, oh, this I is didn't. a big meet and I greet. I didn't. It's a big meet and greet with your family. Yeah. So you're like, yes, next, come well, through. Well, because I haven't Hi. seen you in a while. You're flying people in. It's a whole thing. Grandma, grandpa, nana. Yeah. His whole side. Yeah. Oh my God. How to meet people. Hi. Yeah, for the first time? And he, Hi, like, Nana. Like, yeah. Wow. That's like, but now you're together. Now I learned. I learned I learned rules. And also, Forever. if you have a wedding at nighttime, get a camera guy who has lights. Wait. Wait what? <laughs> I said, sir, how are you going to get my picture and make me beautiful if you have no lights, sir? <laughs> what did he say? Clueless. He had no idea. He had no idea what he was doing. I'm sorry. I love you. Great pics. Didn't get the pics I needed. And then I see other celebrities did a whole photo shoot the day before their wedding. And I was like, oh, duh. Should have done that. Yeah, like separate from the party. So that's all you focused Listen, on. Listen, it was the best wedding. We killed it. It was a Christmas wedding. We're perfect. But I need to do it again <laughs> because I messed up. First, And you'll be there. I, I, you'll all be there. No, no, do, you feel, do you feel better now? Shut. No, it's finally, shut up. No, no, it's finally <laughs> been settled. Oh, this, my God. That's why you even talked this, to me. No, not oh. at all. Oh. That's no, 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 no. Stop it right I'm now. Kidding, I'm fucking Get out of town. No, I really, in that moment, <laughs> no, I felt very distant from a lot of people. So I thought that that was, oh and it was on my I own doing. I know your brain, though. You probably I, attacked yourself. Well, I insulated myself so from people sorry. and I felt bad yeah. that, like, I wasn't there properly the way no, a friend should dude, be. You know, yeah. No one was allowed. Nobody. Who, like, love. I had, no, it's, I had people that they, okay. they texted me and they were like, hey, yeah, one person texted him and was like, "You made a big, big mistake, Mister." And I was like, "Screw this guy!" Like, there's a lot of people that were, and that's how you, that's how you find like, oh, that person is that person. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. Yeah, the wedding list—it's a nightmare. Who makes it and who doesn't? Yes. Did you get your answers, Daniel? 
Yeah, no, it's finally like, it's, get off it's, of me. it's finally been settled. <laughs> wow. We can also I'm telling you, it wasn't even fun. <laughs> what is the hardest part about being a judge on any singing competition shows? Uh, crushing people's souls and their dreams. Do you feel almost obligated to hear something in everybody? Huh? Like, can you see, can you, <laughs> can you hear the good in the shit singer? Yeah. Um. And like, could you tell, do you have to tell them that or, or do you just tell them straight up? Yeah, that, that, that was rough. Well, there's, there's something going on. That I don't really am not allowed to talk about, but I want to talk about it. So, on the four, uh-huh. that TV show, um, that was really raw and like I was learning because it was my first time doing that. I was learning from Diddy and from Khaled, like how to be honest and to critique someone and not care what anyone else thinks and just be brutally honest. So on that show, like. I let him have it. And, and I was like the nicest one on there, I think, of like sandwiching it. Like, totally. you're gorgeous. I didn't love it, but you're cool. <laughs> but um, on The Voice, everyone is very, very nice. It's a nice family show. So that's great because like sometimes when they do their shows, you don't know how real and fake it is. And sometimes they go up to you and they're like, can you also say something negative? But that show, they're like, they don't have no one in your ears. They're like, you just be your honest self and you tell them how much you loved it and... I've noticed, like, I'm like everyone's really nice here, and Will's Williams, like, yeah, we're nice, we're nice on this show, and I was like, got it. You have so, a great panel next to you, Ollie yeah. Murs, Will I Am. I'm blanking on the sir older man. Tom Jones. It's he, okay. He is it's a not unusual to be loved by anyone. We should. Dude, legend. What's new, pussy cat? Oh I sound like him. That's no. you're almost there. <laughs> this close. It's okay. I like. I had to like re up on my. Research too. I didn't listen to his out. No, I'm just kidding. I did. <laughs> I've watched all those auditions because I'm a bit. I love. I love the auditions. How, I'm obsessed with it. I watch them all on YouTube. Yeah. To, to be honest, I do. Uh, it sucks. I stop after the auditions, but I'm obsessed yeah, yeah, yeah. with the auditions. Oh, I was like, what, what part comes next? You know, it's okay. <laughs> you have to mentor, but is yeah. there a difference between being a mentor and a judge? Yeah, um, I guess the voice has never had judges. It's always been like their coaches. Got but it. in our minds, like we watch the show and we're like. Oh, they're judging their singing, so, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, like, the only part, I don't know, I think we really, really judge. But then we do have to, like, battle Ron's next, and you have to see them compete against, and you love them like they're your family now, and then you have to see them compete against each other. And I'm I'm picking the songs. I'm FaceTiming them, like, is this key too hard for you? Like, I'm, like, way too involved. Like, they were wow. like, you don't have to be this involved. And I was like, I got to do this for my own sanity. And I'm I'm picking their songs, making sure they're singing against someone that's not, like, You'll obviously get sent home, you know? Like, I want it to be a good battle. And it's really hard, though, because after their their performance, you're like, uh-oh, I have to make a decision now. <laughs> like, I have to actually send someone home. And sometimes in rehearsal, this one will outshine this one. And then at the performance, it's opposite. And you're like, oh, my God, I did not expect this. I thought I had a plan. I don't have a plan. So, so it's all real. What do you do in those moments? Do you I stick just go to with my or- gut. Yeah, I go with my gut. I... I Really listen to the audience because the audience over there is amazing. First of all, they're like loud, even though it's long hours. They're like into it, but they also are always right. And I, so I study that and I studied how Ollie listens to the crowd. Like, even if I disagree with the crowd, he'll go with what the crowd says. So I've been trying to listen to them more. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. She did better. Like, and it's like now that we've turned around and got to meet them, they have stories and they have souls and they're yeah, like... Yeah, you know them. Like, yeah, this one girl's from this really small town and I'm like, oh my God, same. And like, just like everything about her reminds me of myself. 
like down to her emotion and how she sings it and how she cries all the time because like this is her dreams coming true and she never thought it would happen to her. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, I just get w- way too involved and it's it's the best gig ever. It really is so cool. Like I, it was a bucket list moment just to be a part of that, but like getting involved this deep is like really special. That, like that is the coolest of your jobs, I think. Right, I think it's I think it's amazing Dude. because you're really inspiring and helping a lot of people. So not only are you helping the people who actually show up to audition, but you're also inspiring other people to audition and yeah. pursue their career. Like you're really helping things keep moving forward. You I'm trying, man, because like when I was 16, they're like, "We're gonna sign you up for The Voice," and I was like, "No, nope, please don't," because wow. I've never been on TV like that. Too scared. Don't want to do it. Bye. And these kids on the show, a lot of people that I turned around for are 16, 17, 18 children like babies and so i just remind them like dude the fact that we turned around the fact that you're on the show you won you won no matter what happens from here on out we're gonna make this the best slumber party sleepaway camp ever like (laughs) this is just gonna you're gonna show your kids this one day and it'll be the coolest thing that ever happened and it's just the beginning of your career megan trainer treat myself is the album it deserves your ear it is fantastic we have a extended target edition that has two songs on it that was already those songs you know already, though. Yeah, Treat Myself and All The Ways. I love a good Target edition, though. You know, always got to give Target something. They're I be- great. I believe you've had a Target sink or two. I did. I had two. I had, yeah. um, wow, yes. Um, I had, Treat Myself was uh, on a lot of commercials, and it paid my family very well because uh, they sang backgrounds. And we were like, wow. So now they sing on every single song, just in case. Just no, like it that? was really nice. It was special to be like, to share that with them. Yeah, Daryl's on nine songs or something? Oh, yeah, all of them. I've, uh, my family, because they're at my house. So I'm like, yo, get ready to do some vocals. And then they come in and, and they sing the parts. And now they, after seeing what the Target commercial did, they were like, can we sing on this? You get paid if you clap. So if my tone deaf friends come over, I'm like, yeah. can you give me a snap right here? Is that true? Oh, yeah. Can we come over? I had, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I had JoJo play tambourine. I was like, you got it, girl. <sighs> Throw us on something. <laughs> Dan is desperate. I for no, Okay. Easy. Um, by the way, after you, <laughs> we barely touched on it, but that is featuring AJ Mitchell, and that is a song yes. that is, I mean, like, never finding another love like Daryl. Yep. That was, um, and it's also like, uh, I, I turned it into a love song, but it's also in my heart. It's like me talking to my dad or someone that's, like, in my life like that, that, that when they're gone, I'm going to be absolutely destroyed. You know, um, if I ever didn't have them. Um, and uh, I love it. The song was already out for the Love Train EP. It was one of those love songs. But I was like, I performed on the Today Show. And I was like, man, this is too good to just like, that's it. We need to put it on the album and have it live. And then I love AJ Mitchell. He's just like the nicest kid. I keep running into him. And I'm like, why are you so kind and nice and are really talented and deserve a lot? And I love his pop songs because uh, I love pop. But I was like, dude. You need to shine. Like, people need to hear how good your voice actually is. So I said, would you want to sing on this? I know it's different for you, but would you sing on this? And he came over to my house, and I cut his vocals, and I made that boy sing. I made him sing, like, a hundred times. He was sweating. I felt so bad. Really? Yeah. And um, But it was like, I got the best takes, and and it was, like, perfect. Do you, what role do you take in that moment? Like, are you looking to bring the best out of him? Are you looking to fit exactly what you're looking for? Like, what motivates you asking him to do another take and another take? Yeah, it's because I know he can. Like, I um, I have a limit to, like, where my voice can go. 
My range isn't big, but I trick people. Um, and his range is out of this, like, out of control. Like, I don't think puberty will ever, ever, like, really hit him because he just, his range is beyond. And <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it has hit him. I don't know about that stuff. Anyways, um, but it, someone told me they were cutting JoJo's vocals, JoJo the singer. Oh. And they were like, she's so good that, I've never told this, uh, she's so good that I made her sing it like a hundred times because she just kept beating it and I just kept getting the best of the best. And it's it's funny when you have a really good singer like that, you just want more because you're like, God, it's so easy for you. And then <laughs> I looked over and I'm like, ooh, are you dying? Like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I just didn't get a lot of sleep, but I'm okay. And he's like, he's so sweet. He left and was like, I'm so grateful for this. He texted me. He was like, I'm sorry my energy wasn't as good as it could have been. And I was like, bro, you're so fine. Because I'd be like, more energy, let's go. <laughs> so but he's you got just it. like a sweetheart and I got it and then he nailed it and it sounds like destiny. And I hope his fans get to see that other side of him and be like, wow, the boy can sing. And I hope he gets new fans for that too. What does Megan Trainer learn after completing this album? <sighs> what a heavy question. Uh... I learned, what did I learn after writing this album? Um, that I'm better with my family uh, when I'm writing my music. I, I'm better uh, as a songwriter when, I'm, when I collaborate with my family and with friends. And I, I get better with each song lyrically. I get better. Because you hear me. I stumble over words. I can't really speak that well. I think it's because I don't read books. But when you hear my lyrics and my songs, you're like, Wow. That's very clever how she flipped that and how, and I get impressed. I'm like, that means so many things. Um, so my lyrics get better with time. My melodies get better with time. And and I love the songs more. I love the project more when it, when I know like, oh, my family is involved in this. This is our album. It's not my album anymore. So it's like extra special. That is different. And that's like what I'm going to do for the rest of my career. We already wrote half a Christmas album, bro. <laughs> Really? It is so good. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just me and my bros. Well, you feel the safest with them. Yeah. And like they'll they're not they're not my yes people. They'll be like, that's crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you gotta fix it. And that's what you need. Yeah. Final thought, Daniel? Yes, quickly. You're talking about lyrics, and I saw you said that Nicki Minaj's verse on Nice to Meet You is your favorite Nicki verse ever. Ever. Is I'm that biased, but yes. I was gonna say, are you being biased or is that true? No, but it's actually like it's very well thought out and it's it's something I can really relate to, and I think a lot of people can, but it's just like being a boss and empowering women, and she nailed it. Okay. Like. Better than Monster? She says Monster in it. Did she say Selena? No. Okay. Um, but she uh, she says stuff like, and you can picture the whole thing. It's crazy. She says stuff like, I dumb-dumb myself down for these chickens, and now I dumb-dumb talk I smile at beat crickets. Like, I used to, like, I don't know. I, we were like, what do these mean? And I'm like, dude, I get it. Like, she's running this company. She used to, like, literally dumb herself down and be like, this is what I want. And now she's like, no, I run. Like, I run this place. And they're like, okay, yes, ma'am. Like, take over. And then she she says this other line that blows my mind. Um, she goes, um, boom, I turn every head when I walk in the room. Pretty in real lights, hit my pics with the zoom. A 10 when they rate her like tomb. What? Mm. <laughs> what? Tomb Raider, dude. She flipped it. Instead of 10 when they raid her like tomb. What? Elevated to the penthouse. We ain't stopping anytime soon. Get out of here. She's amazing. She's great. She's great. 
Nice to meet you. Link in the description. Treat Myself. That is the album. Daniel, are you good? I'm ready to is listen to it. I'm going to listen to I'm it. I'll send it to you right now. <laughs> Megan Trainer, love and appreciate you. I love you so much. Next wedding, man. Shut the fuck up. You're going to marry me. I'm going to make <laughs> you do that. Tommy did that. It was oh, so good. Megan Trainer, everybody. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Treat Myself. Oh, Zachy Poon. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.